The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Storytelling inspires, engages, and moves people to action. It's a superpower that anyone can learn. Welcome to Story Powered with your host, Leanne Pico. Stories can hold you back, and stories can move you forward. Let our program help you activate your storytelling superpower and take your business to the next level. Now, here is Leanne Pico. Hello there. Welcome to Story Powered. I'm Leanne Pico, your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited about today's show. We are talking about a topic that um, really is close to my heart right now, partly because it's January and that it's that kind of time. Um, but also what I love talking about in terms of story renewal um, is, you know, the thing is, is that w- sometimes we think that we just get our story straight and then that's it. It's going to carry us on throughout our whole entire business life. And it's just not true. It's not true personally. It's not true in business. We, we actually, you know, story is deeper than that. We actually need to uh, sometimes just take a little stand back and look at our stories and how we perceive ourselves, how others perceive us, and what our core values are and what we want to be putting out there moving forward. So I'm really excited because we're going to be talking to Karen Dietz, who's co-author of Business Storytelling for Dummies and the owner and driver of the world's largest online storytelling resource library, Just Story It. I'm very privileged to be a curator on that. And so I'm very excited to get to talk to Karen today. So, you know, in terms of your business, so stay with us in terms of, you know, finding out how, why, when, what, all about story renewal. So related to the topic, I want to tell you a little bit about the Story Powered Institute. A little update. Um, we've been evaluating our story as well and evaluating um, how we're, who we're serving, how we're serving, and, and what we're providing. So it's been a really fun time um, to be able to look at the resources that we've got and, and how to grow those and how to we had some feedback. Um, we've got a lot of story resources on the Institute, and... Uh, we just need to reorganize them a little bit in terms of uh, user friendliness. So it's been a closed shop for the first three months and did that deliberately just to kind of test it out and see what was going on and get some feedback. But um, coming February 1st, it'll be open, open for business. So you'll be able to come in and check out all the great storytelling resources. Um, and a lot of them come from all of the wonderful guests that have been on this show and the the leaders and shakers in storytelling. So make sure you come and visit us um, and see all the great stuff that's there and also you can join and I will send you stuff every single week Uh, but you have to be my friend you have to be my story friend and then I will send it to you it's for free there's paid membership too but you know what if you want to be friends first that's cool with me so come and join us storypower.institute okay so let's get on with the show So, Karen Dietz is a 20-plus year veteran in business storytelling and she is one of the originals in the field And I would add to that originals in terms of starting, but originals in terms of how she approaches it too. So um, she's definitely an original in the field. She represents the best in both academic training and the art of performance storytelling. Her motto says it all. If you want results, just story it. 
Karen is the top global curator on the topic of business storytelling at Scoop It slash T slash Just Story It. And I'll tell you a little more about that later. She's also the author of Storytelling for Dummies or the co-author of Storytelling for Dummies. Karen is also the former executive director of the National Storytelling Network, a national association of 2,400 performance storytellers. Her mission during those three and a half years was to grow, develop, and expand the influence of storytelling. For six years, she was also the program director, then chair of the Story and Organizations Community of Practice, which helped establish business storytelling as a field of work both here and abroad. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey, Leanne. How are you? I'm great. It's so nice to have you here again. Oh, thank you so much. I always enjoy these shows, and I really appreciate you asking me back. Oh, it's such a good time to do it. And and um, so one of the reasons I asked, well, obviously, I always like to talk to you, but I noticed Karen had posted um, a little at the very beginning of January or end of December about renewing her story. And so I thought, oh, that'd be a brilliant topic. So... So, Karen, tell us a bit about you. Now, we've kind of got your story, but what's your story and what, what's going on for you these days? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, people always ask me how I got started in this whole field of business storytelling. And uh, some of you have, have maybe have heard this before, but I'll go over it really quickly because I think it, it is a good segue into our topic today. So here I am sitting in a cafeteria of my clients, and we're down on Wall Street. It's a large financial services firm, and we've got 1,200 people packed into the cafeteria. This is all from the uh, IT, Information Technology uh, Department. And what we're doing is I had been working, me and my partner had been working with uh, this company For the better part of a year and a half, uh, we were doing assessments and plans all around things that needed to change in the organization. So now it had come time for launching everything, right? And so there we were in the cafeteria with the launch happening. And what I noticed as I looked around is that, oh, God, so many people were, like, checking their pagers. They were whispering to each other. Uh, some were nodding off, and the executives up in the front of the room uh, were sharing a lot of charts, graphs, bullet points, and they were just boring, a lot of talking heads. And I had this sinking feeling in my stomach like, oh, God, this is going to tank. This whole effort, it's going to fail. I oh, can guarantee It's a horrible it. feeling. It is. It is. Now, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily in command of the ship at that time. Yeah. And even though I had talked to uh, others in my company about how we needed to uh, work with the executives on, on storytelling, um, you know, it just, it just didn't happen. So uh, I, I, I was so, like, feeling so bad at that point. I just said, hey, you know, never, ever again on my watch will I allow leaders that I'm working with to get up and share about a big change that needs to happen and not include storytelling, not have them use stories in, uh, in that whole process. And I started to take stock. And I said, okay, so 
do I have the qualifications to get this done? And I said, oh, yeah, I've got a Ph.D. in narrative practice. (laughs) That'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, I've been trained by some of the top storytellers in the country. (laughs) And I've got, you know, so many years working with senior executives. I think I've got like the perfect trifecta here of skills to be able to do something. So that's what I did. I just completely reinvented myself and just focused uh, on uh, uh, training and coaching people and becoming exceptional super storytellers. And I've never looked back. And that was around the year, you know, 2000, 2001. Wow. And uh, when business storytelling was just in its infancy. And uh, so that, that, that's what's happened. And now, you know, I've gone on to work with Walt Disney Imagineering and Avery Dennison and Princess Cruises, and you know, helping to turn them into compelling and memorable storytellers. Because who wouldn't want to be a compelling and memorable storyteller? You know, where you get to absolutely, in, yeah, you get to well, especially when others. it's all about influence. Yeah, yeah, it's all about influence. You get to enroll people in your vision. You get to grow your business. You get to be unforgettable and and irresistible. And. Uh, so now I'm the number one business storyteller in the country using TSP, which is my amazingly simple transformational storytelling process. And nice. that builds your confidence and your storytelling skills and your impact and your influence and your income. So all great stuff. So that's, that's how it all started. And now today it's, uh, you know, going the past year and a half I've been going through another reinvention process, sort of like what happened there uh, back in 2000, 2001. And it's not that I'm doing anything different. In ter- I'm not going to leave business storytelling as a profession, uh, but I am certainly rethinking my approaches, um, and I'm definitely uh, working on different stories to tell. Nice. And that's, I think, a lot about what we want to talk about today, yeah. this whole thing about renewing stories and what's that about and why does that happen? Why is it even necessary to renew our stories? Yeah, it's a great one. And thanks for sharing that with us because it's, you know, and, and as I said uh, before, I'm going through a similar process um, now in terms of my um, online community. It's only three months old, but, you know, this is now about three years. I'm, I'm a little bit behind in terms of years. But it's been about three years I've been working on my business. But it's, a, it's that piece around, and, and I get, and it's funny because some people approach change and they don't like it. And so the idea of renewing your story, I like, the, I like how we talk about it. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of a, a, a kinder, more compassionate way to talk about change for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than saying, I have to have this big change and everything I'm doing. And, you know, it's, it's not about throwing out the last story or what you've been doing. It's about honing it. And like you say, I love the, the renewal part because mm-hmm. it could be the same story. Could well be. But for me, it's been a process of, of thinking about that in terms of um, what's the story I want to tell every day when I wake up in the morning um, to myself about what my business is doing, but also to other people. Right. Um, and it's, it's a, I find it a, a fun process. But like I say, some, some folks don't really enjoy it. But I, I think, like I say, I think that using the, the idea of story renewal, because it starts where it needs to start. So I'm not just kind of going, okay, well, what systems could I change to make my business better? Mm-hmm. Right? And that's not what you're talking about either. Like, the systems may follow. 
but it has to start with the story. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. It's, uh, how, how do I want to express myself in the world uh, that's different than how I w- was doing it earlier? Mm-hmm. And it is a process. You know, it doesn't, it's something that happens overnight. As I said, I've been kind of exploring this question for a little over a year, and it wasn't until the Christmas holidays when I had some downtime that I was, it just kind of coalesced and came together, and boom, you know, I redid oh, nice. my entire website. That's great. So, and it's looking good, by the way. I, I, I had a look at it. Very oh, good. Thanks. Yeah, really thanks. nice, nice flow and tight messaging. It's really great. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. You know, they well, always say that this is like 90% thinking stuff. Yes. Right? The process of thinking and then 10% being able to take action and bring it into, into reality. So that's yeah. maybe a, an interesting way to think about it. I love that way of thinking about it. And especially for it, because we're talking about it as, you know, um, people who run businesses, entrepreneurs. And so that's the case for, for those of us who run your business. But it's also the case for organizations. Mm-hmm. And what you just said about that, it just made me think about, because in organizations, we so often start with action. Right. Because, because it's often a reaction to something that's happening. So we make changes in that kind of, we start with, you know, kind of processes and, and things like that. And, and that's why I think it's really crucial, this, this kind of concept of story renewal, again, on an or, that bigger organizational front, Right. Um, because again, when you're when you're you're you know on the front line of an organization and the CEO starts talking about change, everybody gets scared. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, not no, a good moment. No, not that. <laughs> and that might be because people are afraid of change. But often, with what it's you know associating the story with what comes with change, you know, and it's tightening up the, you know, the line, or it's you know there's some kind of cost cutting measures, and often it flows down into layoffs and things like that. So. The notion of change is, is one that's important, but like I say, I think it's just fascinating to think about on that bigger organizational level. Yes, it's true. And I think whether it's an individual wrestling with these questions or an organization, it does start all in the same place. And yes. what I mean by that is I think it starts with mindfulness. Because if you're mindful, you start noticing two things. And I think these are the two signals to pay attention to that you need to renew your story. And one signal is you're doing the great stuff that you've always done, but you start to notice that your results are different and you're not happy with them. Mm -hmm. So maybe what you're doing is not inspiring people the way it used to, uh, maybe uh, your business isn't growing the way it used to. Maybe there's just something that's, that's off in terms of the results. And, you know, the earlier you can pay attention to that, the better off you'll be. So you have to start uh, being mindful about the micro changes in the results. Yeah. So that you are, get ahead of the curve instead of, Ignoring them until the results are just slapping you in your face and, and now you're forced to do something drastic. Yeah, you're in panic mode then rather than mindful mode. Right. So the first signal is the results. And then you have another signal 
And I think that second signal is you're sharing your stories or you're sharing the story of your company. And there's just not that juice behind it. It's not as exciting for you to tell. It's sort of gotten a little on the blah side. Mm. And what's important to notice there is that what we typically do is we just keep telling the same story the way we've always told it, thinking that, oh, it was just, you know, a little aberration there. But if it continues to happen and we continue to ignore it, then the story gets more and more stale. And we become more and more dissatisfied with it. Yes. And so you have two opportunities. If you're paying attention to these two signals, and one can happen before the other, right? Yeah. Not a one or two, number one, number two position. Uh, but if you're paying attention, you'll understand these signals. You'll um, be able to uh, be aware of them, and then you'll be able to start taking action. And the taking action part is not what we usually expect either because taking action implies, oh, I'm going to, you know, go do X. I'm stepping out and we're going to find me a coach. I'm going to, you know, uh, yeah, retool yeah. my website. I'm going to do something like that. That's not the first action step that you need to take. No. The first action step that you need to take in, in, in my book, I think, is reflection. Yes. We're yeah, asking, completely agree. Yeah. Start asking yeah. yourself, well, what really is going on? Or why am I not happy with this story anymore? Why is it boring for me? Where's the juice? You know, what's going on? Right? Where's that dissatisfaction coming from? My results are changing. Is this good or bad? I don't know. Well, i got to think about this, and I have to start analyzing it, and I have to start questioning what's happening. Yeah. Yep. And and for that reflection, I think it's important to have space. Yeah. And so whether it's, you know, like you said, having some downtime and, and letting just all the stuff that's been swirling kind of just flow, or whether it's actively taking yourself out of your environment and, and taking a couple days to just allow yourself the time to reflect, I think I think it's it's crucial. It's very uh-huh. hard to do as you keep plodding on. Yes. Yes. And if your audience is starting to change, if you're attracting new, different kinds of customers to you, then that's another reason why your results and the uh, dissatisfaction with your stories might be happening. And that can often be a very subtle change in in organization. So, yeah, we've got to pay attention to all of this. Absolutely. Okay, this is great. So we're going to have a little break um, in just a sec, and and, uh, we're going to come back and talk more with Karen about this. We're going to dig deeper into what we mean by story renewal, Um, but we've got some great tips there already. So if you've got, you know, the two indicators are the results indicator. I'm going to just paraphrase Karen, the blah indicator, because it's a really good description. (laughs) When you're feeling blah about your business, no matter how big it is, uh, that's an indicator that you might want to consider renewing your story and and revisiting your why 
Um, and, and as Karen said, giving yourself some good reflection time. So we'll be back in just a sec. We're going to be talking some more with Karen Dietz. And, and uh, don't forget, you can find Karen at juststoryit.com. And I'd like to also invite you to be my story friend again. Come and hang out with me at storypower.institute. We'll be back in just a sec. business you'll find the experts here voice america business network activate and grow your storytelling superpower with leanne pico of very good stories stories inspire stories engage and stories move people to action it's pretty powerful stuff story coach leanne pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader build a more powerful brand or create a team of storytelling powerhouses you can email leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com contact leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan and co-host Gisela Gonzalez. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at VeryGoodStories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hey, welcome back to Story Powered with me, your host, Liam Pico. I'm chatting today with Karen Dietz of Just Story It. Uh, and just before the break, we were talking with Karen about renewing her story in terms of um, having been in the story world for quite some time and and looking at her own business and, and how she's wanting to change it. And then, you know, of course, I also am in, in that uh, nice reflection mode we were talking about starting to move into action, which feels good too. Um, but one of the things that we were talking about in the break is, is around, um, you know, we want to get really clear about uh, what we mean by story renewal. Um, so there's lots of different stories that we tell, but then there's also our kind of our signature core story. Um, so Karen, what would you say about that? Like what exactly do we mean by story renewal? Well, for me, story renewal is uh, when... Uh, your stories aren't working the way they used to, and you're not having as much fun sharing uh, your stories. 
Uh, could be one big story, like your signature story. Uh, could be a whole bunch of stories that you've told in the past that uh, y- you're just getting kind of tired with, um, wondering if there's more to these stories than how you've told them in the past. And so w- what's happening is you are now moving into the renewal phase of working with your stories where it's time to um, uh, examine your stories and what they mean to you, uh, perhaps find a different way to tell the same story, but from a new perspective or highlighting uh, a different value than, you know, from personal values, uh, than, than how you've told it. Or maybe it's simply inverting the structure of a story uh, that you like to tell an awful lot, and instead of telling it from beginning, middle to end, you tell it from end to the middle to the beginning. You know, sometimes yep. Yep. that just sometimes it's simple play, and sometimes uh, the story needs to be re- it's, it's it's major surgery to and refocusing of the story <laughs> from. Uh, uh, this is how I've told it in the past, and I'm going to shift, and I'm going to tell it from a completely different perspective, uh, maybe a different character, or maybe highlighting a different value. Maybe there's a completely new key message that I have been aware of that I need to now craft and then tell that story with that key message, that new key message in mind. Nice. Nice. And then the last... After you've gone through all of that and, and kind of played and figured out uh, those things, if it still doesn't work, then you really have to face the fact that it may be time to retire that story. Oh, I love it. Renew or retire. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, this, this uh, yeah I just wanted to, can I just give it, because you just made me think of an example, the recent example that I came across, which was GoDaddy, oh. um, and just to kind of, maybe help people understand what, what we're talking about a bit, which is one of the things that um, GoDaddy has recently completely um, renewed and retired an old story. So I'd, I don't know, what, I didn't see it, but I, apparently, you know, the, there was a big Super Bowl ad a couple of years ago and they're all about kind of like sexy women and, you know, real boys type thing, their, their kind of persona. And then recently the founder and the organization as it's grown a little bit has realized that their, their story is not just about getting people to come and look at them. Right. That actually they have a bigger value than that because GoDaddy is all domain names. And so everybody just knew it as a, a place to get domain names. And so it was like an easy grab, you know, sexy Super Bowl ad, get people to do a domain name. But now GoDaddy realizes they want to do more than just sell domain names. And so they have done a complete shift in their story, which is they're not just about domain names. They're about supporting businesses and they have a range of services and offerings and so what they did was they retired the sexy kind of story and actually have now got a and I'm going to just call it he didn't say this but a more mature kind of we're here to support you kind of story Mm. I love that what a great example Leanne yeah 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 and so that's the thing that story was not working for them anymore it would. It might have. They might have still got caught. You know, lots more people buying domains, but it didn't work in terms of what they wanted to, to do now. That and he he did put it now that we've grown up, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
So sorry, just to give an example of that. And so what was the next stage, Karen? Uh, well, the, uh, this renewing process is, is part of uh, the process of working with stories in your organization. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a clear path for, for how to work with stories. Yeah. In, in your company or in your business or even personally. You know, you, you have to go, it, I call it the charm cycle where you first have to go collect your stories and then you have to hone your stories and then you have to apply the stories. And then after you've applied the stories for a while, just like your example with, with GoDaddy, uh, then you, you, can't, you come to the point where it's time to renew the stories. Nice. And then part of the renewal of the stories also is a part of the, the last phase, which is mining for your stories, you know, digging deeper into the stories. And the two together often create a, a new way to share the story, a new authentic voice for you. It's not a new authentic voice. I shouldn't talk of it like that. It's your authentic voice that's coming out and it's, you know, it's next phase of, yeah. uh, of yeah. growth. Right. Because it's a cycle, right? And I love that you you kind of um, uh, pulled on that because it's about a cycle. It's not like, okay, well, this was true before and so it always has to be true. Mm -hmm. If your business doesn't grow with you and the organization doesn't grow as you bring on more people or as you shift and change in the marketplace, then you're not, like we're human, we do evolve. Mm -hmm. And so do our stories, right? They do, they do. And, you know, when we talk about branding, there's so much involved in branding about just, you know, let, let's get your story straight. You know, let's get the logo done. Let's get the, uh, the, the look and the feel complete. And the idea is that over time that doesn't change. Right. But when we come to the stories that we share about the logo, about, you know, all of the mm-hmm. components that go into branding, and I know that it's more than just a logo, but, it, you, you know, all of the sensibilities that come together about who you are and how you present yourself in the marketplace, uh, the stories have to be adaptable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And one of the, the things that, that makes me think of that is that move from founder yeah. to organizational stories. Mm-hmm. And that companies may have their branding really tight um, but when the stories don't change, like if all the stories are centered around the founder, which is always a great story, it's always, you know, it's almost always a very exciting and, and thrilling story to tell. But at some point, you know, the organization can't be living under the shadow of the founder's story all the time. They need to have their own stories. That's exactly true. That's yeah. exactly true. And. Well, people ask me, well, okay, so I need to renew my stories. What happens if I don't? Right. And, well, I mentioned authenticity before. And, and I think what happens is if we don't go through the process of renewing our stories, then we start getting brittle mm. and boring. Mm-hmm. And, well, I bet you've had the experience of listening to somebody tell the same story over and over and over again, and mm-hmm. you go, oh, my 
God, when's this going to stop? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no energy there. There's no interest or excitement, nothing. Right. It's just like same old, same old. I've heard it a million times before. There's nothing new or interesting here. And there's, uh, uh, you, you almost feel like, oh, the, even the guy or the person who's telling it is, doesn't even really believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You see that with speakers a lot, I think. You know, when you say, like, people think it's, it's like the ultimate thing to become a speaker. And so they do their, their story and then they tell it a hundred times in a hundred days. And they wonder why the engagement is waning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally know what you're talking about there. Yeah, so we think of, as you said, you know, you started out the show with this notion, oh, I've got my signature story and boom, I'm done. Yeah. And I think you and I are both saying, oh, I've got my signature story and you know it's going to shift and change every time and get even better. Mm-hmm. And I get to change my mind. (laughs) Yes. It's sort of like, well, yeah. So we get the signature story, and if we're paying attention to how we're feeling and how it's going, at at some point you're going to shift the the signature story, and it may come out completely different. Yeah. And you may may experience yourself, oh, uh, before I was really promoting you know, X, this particular message. And now as I've gone along, no, I'm shifting and changing. You know, I think, ooh, Y is more important. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't invalidate you at all. In fact, it's just the opposite. Yeah. It validates that you are a living, breathing human being. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. Yeah, who's maturing and growing and shifting and changing because that's what, we, what happens to us as, as humans, particularly if we're paying attention. You bet. And, yeah. And so your ability to express that in your stories and, and experience and, and share about that dynamic in your stories uh, sort of validates that experience for everyone else. Oh, oh, yeah, he's changed, she's changed. I guess I yeah. can too. Yeah, absolutely. And no matter what size of business you are, I mean, people, I think people really like that because they, they sometimes feel part of the change because they know why you've changed. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of part of it, especially in organizations, I find, um, and that's the, the challenge sometimes um, in what you were talking about before in terms of your example where, you know, senior leadership comes up with a new story or a new way of doing business and then imposes it all the way down. Yeah. And the challenge for me around that is is you miss the boat in terms of, you know, enabling people to be part of the story. And so I always, you know, think it's just so important to involve people at the beginning of the story renewal, at the beginning of the the kind of reflection. And that as a company, I don't care how big a company it is, Everybody can have a chance to participate. Whether they will or not is another matter. Right. Um, but, but there are ways to build um, p- participation in it, I feel. And, and so then when people understand the why and they're part of that shift, mm-hmm. they can tell the story in, in such good ways to be able mm-hmm. to help your company, both internally, culturally, but also externally in terms of engaging customers. Oh, I, I agree completely. It's... Uh... It has a kind of like a, 
has a snowball effect, I think. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, let me ask you, though, Karen, as somebody who has the power um, to go in the back of my website and change my signature story daily, (laughs) which is also a terrible temptation. How do I feel today? Let me shift it. Um, How often? Like, can you do this too often, do you think? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So daily might not be it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, then you're just going to create confusion. Like, who is this person? (laughs) Right? She doesn't even know. Right. Uh, I think the best way to resist that temptation is to work out your story over time with a select group of um, people that, who have agreed that, to help listen that story out of you. Oh, I love it. So I have a, a small group of people uh, who, when I'm wanting to test out a new story, then I call them up and, and I say, hey, can, can you listen to this story and then share with me um, some of the things you like about it uh, afterwards, and maybe give me a suggestion or two um, to maybe you know to improve it a bit. And so I only have like three, maybe four of those uh, folks in in my world, uh, and uh, and I do the in return I, I uh, offer them the same. Their capability, the same ability, the same, the same service. And so we know that's our agreement, that whenever we're renewing a story, we get to help each other in that way. And so I get to test it, test it, test it, and every time I test it, I get new insights, I understand a little bit more about the story, I get some of their feedback, I get to try on their feedback for size, see if it works, see if it doesn't work. And it becomes a, a process that I go through. Sometimes it can go fast. You know, it only takes a couple sessions. Sometimes it's a, a lot longer. And then when I feel like, oh, yes, this is it, then I uh, will bring that more formally out into the world. So when you're feeling like you need to change the story on your website yet another day, <laughs> it's, it's usually because you don't have a good testing mechanism uh, that you've put together uh, for yourself where you can test the story and get feedback and try it on for size. I love that. And now, here's the thing. So we're talking about our own businesses, but leaders can do this. I mean, how cool would it be to have a, a trusted circle of, of folks who might be a friend, might be an employee, senior employee or whoever, that you can test your, your story on? Mm-hmm. Um, and even internally, how cool would it be for organizations to kind of test their stories out with each other? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really cool idea. I love that idea. Right. Right. Good. Yay. Because you're looking at impact. You're looking at how it comes across and, and getting to hone it. That's that's amazing. What a great idea. So we're talking about, um, we're just about to go into another break, but we wanted to just kind of sum that up because we've, we've talked about quite a bit here, which is, you know, um, why renew your story. And, and part of it is, like we said before, you you know, if you're, if you're feeling bored with your own story, whether you are an individual 
or uh, you know you've, you're a big speaker or you're a leader or you're an organization even if if and I've worked and seen organizations that are tired of their own stories so right um, <laughs> you know and you know and, and and in nonprofit land that's often the case because we start with a story and, and that doesn't shift for you know 30 years we've been doing this for 30 years well we can't quite remember the charge and the energy behind why we wanted to make that change in the world so um, this, this is a pretty serious topic for a lot of organizations so um, so if you're feeling blah about your story if you're feeling like you're not getting the results that you're needing then you know some of the ideas that Karen's just shared around reflecting around you know and, and I really liked your charm um, acronym it was really cool so you go through a process of, of looking at your story honing it and then um, mining and then you're also um, you know testing it out so those are all great great how to's so we're going to come back and talk some more about story renewal we'll be back in just a sec don't forget you can um, check out where Karen's new website which looks really great and um, some great resources there it's at juststoryit.com and also don't forget to go and scoop it because that's where um, the curation site is in the online library and you just look up um, just story it and you'll find uh, myself and Karen and several other super duper um, wonderful people doing doing great curation on the site so Uh, We'll be back in a sec. We'll be talking more about Renewing Your Story. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader and by doing so, build a better, more successful and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at VeryGoodStories.com. 
Now, back to Story Powered. Hey, welcome back. I'm Leanne Pico, and I'm chatting today with Karen Deeks of Just Story It and co-author of Business Storytelling for Dummies. Uh, hey, by the way, um, if you haven't gotten the book Business Storytelling for Dummies, you must get it. It's not for dummies. <laughs> I, it's so funny with that brand, right? Right. But it is. It is one of the most comprehensive walkthroughs of how to use story. Um, and I and I say as an entrepreneur or an, as an organization. So highly recommend it. Um, it's a it's a really just a, a darn good resource. So make sure you pick that one up. Um, so Karen, we're t- going to talk a little bit about how we renew our story. We did a little bit of our, our how already. Um, but one of the things that, um, and we talked about this in the break, and it, that, that's really fundamental to being able to renew our story is, um, and, and you know, it's, it's fundamental for any shift or change or evolution or anything else. And that's our mindset, right? We have to, we need to approach it in the right mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and so much research has been done these past few years on what creates success for people. And, yeah, there are a lot of things that you need to do in your business. You have to have the right systems, you have to have the right people, and you have to have the right marketing and all that good stuff. But underneath all of that, in order for an individual, a business leader, a founder to be really successful, uh, for the long haul, they've discovered that the uh, the mindset of that person is really important, and it needs to be a growth mindset. And uh, that's contrasted to a mindset that isn't um, uh, oriented around growth. It's more like you know, just static, you know, yes. staying the same, Fixed. being in stasis. Yeah. And the individuals and companies who thrive have a growth mindset. And that means that they're curious, they're open and willing to learn and explore doing new things or explore doing the same thing in new ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're not in factories anymore, right? I mean, right. that's the thing. And I would argue, even in factories, people came up with great ideas. They just organizations were in that fixed mindset. Often, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're in a we're in a new time. Right, right, right. Certainly, where creativity and innovation is a distinguishing factor, very yeah. often for either a business or a leader. And what I love about storytelling is that it is a creative act in and of itself. Yeah. So when you master storytelling skills and the more stories you tell all the time, the more it feeds your creativity bank. So true. You know? Yeah. And your, your ability to be creative and generate innovative ideas. And so, um, that, you know, we can't say that storytelling makes you... You'll be more innovative, or you'll have come up with innovative ideas, uh, but it does uh, cr- uh, help create the practice uh, of um, uh, improv and um, uh, finding uh, new, by, just by finding new ways to tell a story, renewing yeah. your stories. You're building your creativity and innovation muscle. Completely agree, and it's and that's why I, I wanted to talk about this subject so much because it it actually highlights in a way that um, is sometimes challenging 
when we are in the world of business storytelling, because again, we kind of talk about, you know, again, we find a few stories and tell them and then people will do what we wanted them to. And <laughs> that's, that's not quite how it works. And, um, you know, it is this, it is this kind of iterative process and this continual renewal. Um, but also in terms of renewing, and I've always found this as a leader too, like I never had my one story that I would just make sure that I got around to all my staff and made sure they knew that one story. Right. It was all, it was a, it, like you said, it's a practice. And I love that description. It's not a, an art or a science and I call it a superpower, but we already have it. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a practice of, of, you know, paying attention, listening, and then bringing out stories that, that align with where you are, either in, in, in a conversation or in your life or in your business. It's an ongoing process, which is why I think the mindset piece is so crucial. Yes. Yeah, it, it is really crucial. And more fun. <laughs> oh, it's say, right? Fun. It's just more fun. I know. I know. When, uh, when I've talked to uh, companies in, uh, in the past, you know, I would say, oh, yeah, and, you know, by the way, storytelling is fun. And they'd look at me like, wait, we're not about fun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring their, no, their no, fun stuff here. No, like serious stuff, serious stuff. And I just kind of go, okay, uh, you know, we'll get there. <laughs> you know, and then in the training <laughs> sessions, they end up having so much fun. They tell me, oh, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true, and it's it's sometimes it's like you you have to do a lot of work to get them to the place where they can actually have some fun. It's really right. interesting, right? It's really right, interesting. Right. Well, I think you know when we as it relates to renewing stories, I call this experience deep play. Nice. And I've been told don't mention the word play in business. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I say, well, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Yes, that's right. And what I mean by deep play is that every time you get to renew your story, shift it, change it, make it better, whatever, uh, it's a, we're actually playing with the story. Yeah. And you get to play, oh, let me try it this way, oh, let me try it that way. No. And it's so unreflexive. I mean, that means that we, uh, uh, it just kind of happens and we're not really thinking deeply right. about, oh, am I, uh, I'm in an experience of deep play. You know? yeah. <laughs> we're thinking like that. Uh, right. so, but, but we are, as we're working on the story, there, there's some level of, oh, this is cool. You know, this is mm-hmm. kind of great. I, I, I'm kind of liking what's happening. Uh, even when you're in the midst of this is this story is not working and I'm not so sure where to go, uh, there underneath that there is a curiosity and an excitement that continues to propel you and drive you forward. I agree. Yeah, and nice. that's part again part of that growth mindset. So yeah, it's okay to say that it, this is this is play. This is deep play, and I think if you approach it as Okay, I'm going to continue to play with the story. I'm going to continue to experiment with it and test it and kind of dig deeper. It's, uh, you'll get a lot further. <laughs> I agree. Well, and again, because what we do is we fix on it. We fixate and we fix our, like we, we close it down. Like, oh, I did that story. It's done now. Great. Because, and, and I don't know what it is about, you know, us in business, but it just seems to be, you know, it's, 
if it's on if it's if it's your to-do list then it's not going to be fun but right. if you I agree if you approach it with a kind of deep play and the play is less um I mean we're good at playing this is what we do right and this is how we like you say in story it's always been about play mm-hmm. um it doesn't mean it's not it can't be serious too um in terms of um, you know, and, and what I mean by that is, is like, it, you can play with serious intentions of, of digging deep. I've seen people introduce play and it stays at the shallow end. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just play with these, you know, pipe cleaners and Lego and, and the facilitator doesn't go any further, right? Like, we, like uh, that's why I like the deep play. Yes, I yeah. love, I love this contrast between the shallow end of the pool. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people kind of hang out. And that's okay because they get some benefit from it. But when they're able to uh, go into the experiences of deep play, that's when I think real magic can occur and where revolutions happen or real transformation. Yes. And and collaboration, like that's where it is. Oh, completely. That's where it, it lives. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've got a, a few minutes left to the closing. Let's maybe we could. Uh, I, I know because you are the the queen of storytelling. You have so many great, uh, wonderful techniques and ideas. So tell us how. Like, give us. Do you have some specifics that you can share on on how to approach the story renewal? And it might be our big story, but it might also be just like you said, stories that we've been telling. We're kind of getting bored with. Right. So uh, we've talked about three. So let's review those, and and then. Add a couple more. So uh, one way is to take your story that you're telling now and an easy way to um, kind of uh, shift everything is to tell it backwards and start from the present day and move to the, so you get to the past, right? Right. And all kinds of uh, interesting thing, things will happen in that, and you may even find and experience a new key message emerging from that that you never would have found unless you had done it in reverse, told the story in reverse. So that's kind of fun. Then another way to shift and change the story is the key message. Now, the key message usually connects with some value, some personal value that we have that we are uh, uh, saying something important about. Our story reflects this value, and at the end of the story, we get to share a little bit more about why that's meaningful to us. And uh, so with this next technique, you get to pick a different value and tell the story from that perspective. Now, there are values lists that you can go find on, online, right? Yeah. And you can take a look at that list and, you know, circle the one that grabs you the most. Right. And then try to tell that story that you've told for a long time and uh, tell it from uh, the perspective of this new value. Right. Nice. Right? So let's say... The, the story you were telling, the value you were really focusing on was the power of teamwork to move the world. Right. Right? 
Uh, so maybe the uh, values that popped out uh, for for you on the list was uh, the value of let's see innovation, right? So tell that story from that value of innovation, and let's see what happens. Nice. Nice. So we've got about a minute left, Karen. What was the third one? I can't. I'm, I apologize. I can't remember what the third one was. Oh, we've got oh. about thirty seconds. Quick, very quickly. Yeah. Choose a different character from your story and tell the Choose. story from that person's perspective. Love it, love it. Okay, so you can try it backwards. You can try it with a new value and choose a different character. Karen, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I always go so fast when I'm chatting with you. I really appreciate you being here today. Oh, my pleasure, Leanne. It was a great time, and thank you for asking me back. Oh, of course. So remember, you can find Karen at JustStoryIt.com. And of course, check out Scoop It for um, Just Story It, and you'll find all sorts of great resources. So next week, Story Powered will be with the fabulous Kathy Clotes guest, and we'll be talking about creating a story strategy for your organization. So it kind of follows on from our renewal conversation. Also, don't forget to come and hang out with me in the Story Powered Institute. Karen is going to be there this week for our q and I can't wait to do that. Um, so you can check it out at StoryPowered.Institute. And, um, yeah, so Story Powered is on every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks so much for joining me, Leanne Pico, and Story Powered. I will see you next week with more story. Thank you for joining us this week for Story Powered. Leanne Pico invites you to tune in for another engaging program next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help take your story and your business to the next level.